to Weekly Dish. Thanks for joining us. We uh, are here on My Talk 107.1. I'm Stephanie March. I'm Stephanie Hansen. And we are uh, we are going to actually take a holdover call from the last segment. We have Jenny on the line. You have a Russian tea cake comment, Jenny. What's up? I do. Um, what kind of nuts do you use in your Russian tea cake? Pecans. Pecans. Okay. Do you toast them? No. Okay, so I tried this last year, and it turned out to be the best Russian tea cake I ever made. I toasted them before I baked the cookies. Okay. And it's a, it's a game changer. It's something really simple. I mean, we all know how yeah. nuts change their flavor. Right. Huh. Uh, and then the other secret is you have to roll them in the powdered sugar like three times. Oh, yeah. Okay. Maybe that's it. I love I mean, it. It's, it's the best part of the Russian tea cake. Right. Yeah, it really is. The sugary right. part. That's so true. Give it, give it a try roasting the nuts first. All right. Okay. Awesome. Thanks, Jenny. I love Jenny. your tip. That's great. That's really great. It is a great tip. All right. Well, guess what time it is this time for top two in hour two. Give him the old one, two. One, two, one, two. And now the Weekly Dish presents top two, top two. The top two. Pick your best two. In hour two. All right. Give me two. Winning, winning, winning. All right, this is the time to show you guys that we chit-chat about the things that we are kind of obsessed with this week. So, do you want to go first? I can. Okay. Um, all right. I had a foible yesterday. Foible. That was solved with some excellent hospitality, and excellent. I'd like to call it out. Okay, good. I thought I had a reservation for dinner last night before the new standard show. Turned out I didn't actually have a reservation, and we were kind of going from place to place to place trying to find a place that we could eat something before the show. And it was getting, we were on our fifth place and there was a look, what looked like some empty seats at the bar and we went over and then the server was like, Ooh, sorry, the host stand seats, these seats and you can't really sit here. And I was like, Oh, so I was leaving the restaurant and I just said to my husband, nobody wants us to eat tonight. I don't know why. And a man heard me. And he came over and he said, I want you to eat and I want you to eat here. I had a table that just opened up. Come on, what's your name? And I was like, Stephanie. And he's like, hi, my name's Junior. Here, I'm going to get you taken care of. He's like, let's go. And he like walks us over to the table. They had just cleaned it off. He sits us down. He's like, are you going to the show tonight? Yes, we are. He's like, I'll tell your server so that we can get your order right away so we can get you in and out. We literally got sushi before we got our drinks. It was so fast. Mm -hmm. And the whole team was just firing on all cylinders, on point. Such great hospitality got us in and out to the show and made our night. Thank you to the servers and the folks, including Junior, at Crave in LaSalle Plaza. Very nice. Yeah, they... The hospitality was just excellent. Well, and I love it when they know what to expect. You know, they know that the show's coming. They know that there's a lot of people there. Like, the fact that they've all tuned into that and they're ready, that's the best, like, game planning of hospitality. And they just, I mean, they had such teamwork. Like, once our order was placed, three different people must have brought us things, but nobody made it seem weird. Nobody, it just kept flowing. Yeah. It was great. Well done. Yeah, really great. From a place that I often have a hard time with. So I'll be honest, that seems like such a great moment. We had a great moment and it was great hospitality. Good. And yeah, awesome. All right. So I got a sneak peek at uh, something this weekend that is happening out in Chanhassen, or as like we like to say, Chanhassen out there. <laughs> we call it Chan or Chanhassen. Uh, so it is uh, a new spot called the Tequila Butcher, and it's opened up by the same team who has done 
Whiskey Inferno and Savage and, yeah. you know, the Bourbon Butcher in Farmington and Full Sit House in Egan. And it, it, my favorite is, of course, the bartender is a, a person I really admire, Relena Young. And she is someone who is really, you know, one of those craft cocktail bartenders from the cities who then has put her kind of faith with this company and or this collection it's not even really a company it's just a group of people you know and so she's uh out in chanas and doing this beautiful restaurant you guys that is very mezcal forward and not even mezcal it's tequila it's agave spirits it's like if you want a margarita like i feel like this is going to be the best spot to get a margarita yum i love margaritas right and do you love margaritas like when you say if i say to you what's in your margarita what's your favorite jalapeno cilantro Oh, okay. But I mean, like, what spirit? Is it tequila in your mind? Yeah. Okay. Silver. So this is what's great. They have over 300 bottles of agave spirits. And when I say agave spirits, it's not just tequila or mezcal. There's avila. There's sotol. There's pachega. Yeah, I don't know about a lot of those. Exactly. Nobody does. Like, up here in the Midwest, we are a little bit, you know, we're in the north. We're a little bit shy on that kind of knowledge. And so she's brought in a whole bunch of stuff. They have flights so that you can learn about these Ooh, different I like spirits. That. I know. And they've got um, all sorts. And they want you, their staff is really being educated about. So if you order a margarita, you say, you know, I want a margarita. And they say, okay, you know, do you want to? They only have like one kind of Cuervo in the house because they, they want you to kind of branch out sure. to the different stuff. But then the idea is like, well, do you like smoky? Do you like it sweet? Do you want something light? Do you want something rich? And then they say, well, you would, would you like to try this spirit? And it's basically agave syrup, so a little bit of the like, the sweetness, um, a whole lime, like, yep. and then the spirit and salt. Yum. And it's really fresh tasting. Yum. So here's my deal. They're going to open this week if they're not already open. Um, and they will, I'm telling you, if you have plans to go to the Chanhassen Dinner Theater at all, this is where you should be going afterwards. And you should be going to see Cat Perkins' holiday show. We went last year. It was so It was a gas. Good. It was a gas. It was. And I, as much as I love that dinner theater and everything about it, go have cocktails afterwards somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> so there's That's that. That's what I'm going to say. Okay, what's your second one? Okay, my second one is the on Sundays at the Happy Gnome, they do a Bloody Mary bar. Uh-huh. And Lovejoy, Charles Lovejoy is the bartender there, and he's bottled this mix. It's called Lovejoy's Bloody Mary Mix. And you can go and try like all eight of his different varieties at this Bloody Mary bar. And I had this particular Bloody Mary that I can't stop thinking about that was a Thai basil mm. flavor. And it was like lemongrassy, it was basily, it was light, but it was a Bloody Mary. Yeah. It was so delicious. I just loved that mix. It Ooh. was unlike any Bloody Mary I'd ever had before, and it was so good. I've only ever had those there with you. Yeah, Thai basil. This is at the Happy Gnome. Yep. Yeah. Thai basil, Bloody Mary, uh, Lovejoy's Bloody Mary mix, Happy Gnome Sundays. Locally. Can yep. you buy that in the store, too? You can buy it at some locations. I think he's at Seasons on Grand. Okay. A season Specialty Foods, and you can buy it in Happy Gnome. Okay. Um, the Thai basil, he hasn't bottled yet, but okay. he's thinking about it. Okay. So, you have to go to the restaurant on Sunday to get it, but it's delicious. Okay. Um, all right. So my second one is uh, is Pig Ate My Pizza. Did you go? Uh, well, yeah, and I've been before, yeah. but I'm just, this specific one that I got. So I was trying to run home in time. I had a whole bunch of stuff going on, and I was trying to run home in time to get some food into the kid before he went off to his, you know, they had dances and Senate parties and all the rest. And <clears throat> so I grabbed, so I was like, I'll just grab a couple pizzas and 
I grabbed the Bay of Pigs from P- Pig Ate My Pizza. I was up in Robbinsdale. I was looking for a couple other things, so I went up there. And I got to tell you, that is just, that those pizzas are great. And the fact that it's kind of on my way home, you know, enough if I'm heading out that way. But here's the other thing. Well, first of all, the, the, the pizza is a Cubano sandwich style pizza. Nice. And that is nothing, that's like, if you're looking for something that's a little interesting and like a pizza that is not your same order every week... And it's got like a mustard sort of, you know, sauce on it. And then it's got the shredded pulled smoky pork. But then it also has pickles and ham and cheese. And it tastes like a Cubano set, like a pressed Cubano sandwich. My husband would love that. He would love that. I was yeah, thinking about that. He loves a Cubano. Yeah. And that's the thing is like we, you know, Jake and the teens are always looking for Cubanos because they are obsessed with Chef still. The, the movie. movie. Great movie if yes. you're looking for something to watch while you wrap your gifts. Yes. And so I have, every time there's a Cubano on the menu, I get one just to bring it home and, or, you know, for them to try. But that one, that pizza is like the closest I've come to like feeling like that's a real sandwich. So that was great. But I also got, I want to shout out the Bobarino, which is the same, which is the pizza that I get there, which is named for Bob, you know, one of the owners. But it's just a red sauce with a lot of like basil on top, but it has the Serrano chilies. It is like, Yum. it's not like, and they're not chilies. It's just spicy. It's like a good spicy. It's got a little bit of ham on it. It's like if you, I often have to, I put hot sauce on my pizzas because sometimes. We do too. Yeah. So this one, you don't need to. Yeah. It's, it's there. already built it's in. It's in there and it's just it's delicious. It's surprising more people don't have that like as a choice. I know. Like you have to ask for peppers on top yeah. and that's not, that's not what I'm looking for. I don't want pepperoncini and little, you know, like jalapeno. I want actual peppers in the pizza. You know, that's what I'm looking for. But they were packed, by the way. They were like jam packed, which was kind of nice to see. Yeah, Absolutely. You know? So it's good. That's up in Robbinsdale. That's Pig Ate My Pizza. All right, gang, we are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to talk about uh, the, well, we're going to talk about some winter weekend cooking projects because I'm starting to get into that. Yep. Are you feeling it? Yep. I did uh, short ribs. Yeah, I've been winter cooking. Absolutely. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish. We're brought to you by El Burrito Mercado. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for joining us. Uh... You know what? It's like, as I know today's a nice day. Today's like kind of a a warm break, but you know what's coming, right? You know that it's going to be sub-zero this week. Yeah. How are you feeling about that? Are you ready? I'm okay. I'm okay. <sighs> I, I'm okay. You're okay. Yeah. So as you're long okay. as, yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm it's okay. early. I mean, I feel like we're a little early to get the sub-zero, but I also feel like we're not looking at like two weeks of sub-zero. I feel like we're getting a dip. You know what is going to happen though, Stephanie? What? I'm already feeling like... I really need to plan a getaway. And I'm going somewhere in January. <laughs> I was going to say, you're already leaving in I like am for a two couple weeks of in weeks. January. But then I'm going to come back from that and have the rest of January, all of February, all of March. Like this winter is going to get long. Yeah. Yeah. And I like winter. Yeah, but I think you like winter because you get to leave it a lot. Some of, us, some of us don't. Like, <laughs> we, you're gone a lot yeah, in the wintertime. You travel every yeah. two months. Yeah, yep. it's not bad at all. It's not bad. I don't know why you guys are complaining. So funny. Just I'm got back. Centered. So excited. Selfish. Yeah. A little bit of a perspective there for you. Yes. But I do think that, like, the thing that I love the most about, and I, and I am a nerd of winter. I know, I think it's just because I'm a January baby, but, like, I love it. I love the cold. I love the crunchy snow. I love shoveling. I love all the stupid things. I'm not saying I don't complain about you know it when it gets down in it it's the length of it that's the hard part for me you know but 
But one of the things that makes it easier for me is that I know that I can hole up in my house if I need to, and I can cook. I can spend an entire day. I can spend an entire weekend cooking. And that, for me, is like how I, you know, if you're going to be stuck inside, I can't watch as much Netflix as other people for some reason. And so I'm going to do something else. So I put the Spotify on and I cook. So Taste, which you guys, tastecooking.com, has been one of my favorite little emails and websites lately. They came out with an idea. They're, it's a dozen cooking projects that are built for winter. And I was thinking about it and how, you know, I already loved like doing like full day, like when I made the ravioli, you know, it's like I rolled out my own yeah. pasta and I did all that. So, and I did it while I was making bolognese, which is a three hour thing anyway. And that to me was, that was a lot for the day. (laughs) But if I think about it, that's the kind of stuff that that will take up a Sunday really lovely, really nicely. Have you ever made uh, the things, one of the things I was talking about was the beef wellington. No, but I would love to make that. Wouldn't you love that? Yes. So they have a feature on here called beef wellington isn't scary. No, you're not going to destroy an entire tenderloin. Yes, everything is better wrapped in puff pastry. Yes. I thought about it. I've never even thought to attempt making beef wellington. No, but it would be delicious. Wouldn't it be delicious? Yes. I mean, I think that's kind of an interesting idea. Here's another one that I think that is funny because we always talk about the guisados, the stewy uh, king of all tacos. Guisado. They have good guisado. Guisados. Yeah. Guisado. Did I say guisados? You guisados. Guisado. She guisados. taught me how to say it because I, I was saying it wrong. I know. And we have to Like everything. <laughs> but I mean, think about like all the, you could get all of the ingredients to make them at at El Burrito Mercado. You sure could. But I mean, that's the idea of the, doing these long simmering things and then having it come out at the end is this really great idea. What about the bosom? Like Momofuku slow roasted pork? I don't know bosoms. what bosom is. It's just slow roasted pork, but it's this idea of doing this, um, you know, it's kind of like, it's, and we call it, they say, uh, a fajita moment, you know, but it's definitely got that sort of Southeast Asian flavorings to it. Yeah, the roast that they have here is like a shoulder and it has yeah. a sort of cherry looking mm-hmm. color to it. Like sometimes yeah. some of the Asian chicken gets that duck, crispy yes. duck. Yes. Oh my God. Like oyster sauce and ginger scallion and having it with kimchi and doing it like basically, you know, you, you cake it with brown sugar and you crank the heat to 500 degrees and you get like a pork candy shell. Okay, that just sounded See? good. A pork candy shell. And Yum. you crack it at the table. Like you crack it at the table and then it's like you pull it and you have this whole thing. That is your you, jam right there. Maybe we could we could use this with one of your uh your pieces of pork from your half of your hog. Yes, that's coming. I know. I got a call. It's oh, you got a, a call? It's coming next week. I'm she gave me a, a warning call because she knows I'm nervous. Okay. Is okay, we have to talk about that off there. Um <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then uh here's another thing. Sourdough. Like making, you know, breads and stuff. That's a good weekend project for a lot of people. Um, here's the one that I think I had talked about before was soy milk. Do you remember? Ain't like making got time for that. You do. Why are you going to make soy milk? Well, I don't know. Some Because it's totally different from the stuff that you buy in the store. That's why. And right. like there's a whole different thing of it that is like it's a little bit more savory than the sugary stuff that you end up getting. And everything in moderation because soy makes your estrogen go sky high. Well, yeah, but I mean, like if you're making it, that's also if you're using different kinds of soybeans and, you know, yeah, it's a different. I mean, for everything sure, in moderation. processed soy is definitely, I think, worse for you than like maybe doing something like on a natural. Yeah, like, a, you know, like, and they have a great they have a couple things with savory soy milk and focaccia. Yeah, focaccia is a great one. That's a good one to do, you make do on that? a weekend project. I know. Um, okay, so 
I don't know if you know about this this uh, this egg filled cheesy bread from Georgia. Do you have you remember this one? Have you seen this? I have not seen egg filled cheesy bread from Georgia, but it looks. Did you? Okay, you have it. Like a giant from Azerbaijan. It's called what's it called again? The Klacha. The Republic of Georgia. No, 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 it's called Kachapuri. That's what it's called. Um, Kachapuri is this, which is in the Armenian and Turkey, mm-hmm. you know, area. But it's funny because I've been seeing these, these really cool, they look like a canoe. Like it's a bread canoe filled with eggs and cheese and amazing things, apparently. And I've been seeing them through the magazines, like all over our Bon Appetit and Savour. Yeah. And I, nobody, I mean, unless you guys can call and tell me where you can find one locally. I don't know anybody where you can find one of these locally. I the closest thing to this would be like the football pizza at yeah, but Crescent that's, Moon Bakery. But that's totally not it either because that's a pizza. It's a flat thing, yeah. and this is like a boat. And so this is where I'm wondering if it's like, and it's the thing that you add, like you know, it's basically like pizza dough, and you roll it and everything else, and then it's cheese, and it goes in the oven, and it's got a whole bunch of good stuff in it, and then you just scoop it out. But I'm just saying that is a thing that because I was thinking this weekend I might attempt the carbonara lasagna. Do you remember that? It was in Bon Appetit a couple of months ago. Yes. And we both sent it to Elizabeth Reese at the same <laughs> yes. time, actually, within minutes of each other because she's such a carbonara head. But that was a thing of where I thought, you know, that's a thing I might try to do this weekend. That sounds delicious. I know. Um but focaccia is another one that I want to try. And I feel like that was, that's a thing that it does take time and it, you have to like, con, you have to like get your kitchen ready and you have to be patient with it. Tomorrow I'm going to El Burrito with Ellie and Ellie's girlfriend and her mother and we're doing the tamalada, learning how to make tamales. See, and that's a thing. That's roll them definitely out. a project. And that's a project you can do and then you can freeze a bunch of them yep. and then have them for later. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, that's what we're doing tomorrow night. So I won't be cooking my Sunday supper usually that okay. I do on Sundays. That you do on Sundays. But I like your list here. There's a lot yeah. of good ideas. There's another one that's. I'm just going to tell you that there was one that I considered about uh, for Thanksgiving, which I think is going to be a thing next year. The turkey porchetta. I actually thought that looked real good. Yeah. And a lot of people, I feel like on the fringes, there was a little turkey porchetta discussion this year on the fringes of the nationals. I feel like next year... Is going to be a thing. Yeah, because we can't keep talking about spatchcocking. No, I think I'm done with spatchcocking. I'm not done with spatchcocking. I'm coming back to spatchcocking, but I might also, instead of a roulade, do a porchetta. There you go. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we have a a quiz, I think. Well, I'm going to maybe do the quiz, but I'm also going to tell you where to buy some cookies. Okay. All right, we'll be right back. This is The Weekly Dish. dish we are here with you compliments of our friends at alberto mercado who help make things happen they've got a great bakery there too if you're looking for some unique cookie ideas or some unique holiday breads they are stocked full to the gills too in the gift shop there so if you're going to need a hostess gift they have these little cute tin ornaments that are very inexpensive and you could like get a bottle of wine and tie your what have someone someone is talking to me over someone there in Alexa. Yeah. And tie your little tin ornament around your bottle of wine. That's kind of a nice hostess gift. And if you're somebody that uh, the holiday is a religious situation for you, they have beautiful nativity sets there. Yeah. And I always like the nativity sets. I've liked them since I was a kid. I don't know. There's like a doll play doll quality about it. 
Um, but they have some really beautiful nativity sets at El Burrito. So check that out. Great. And then uh, I was telling Steph for our cookie party, I'm just going to order some things. I'm going to order some mini tamales, yeah. some jalapeno cheese, uh, cream cheese stuffed jalapenos with bacon wrapped around it that you just bake. So that's what I'm doing. All right. So if you are someone that is looking for cookie ideas or you need help or cookie swap, there's some kind of cool things that I found. Okay. One is um, obviously Union Depot has their holiday bake sale and this is coming next weekend. And this thing has kind of morphed over the years because of the volume of people that they get. Yeah. So it's free. And from 10 to 5, they're going to have all of these bakers there that are going to have packaged up cookies that you can purchase. So that'll be super fun. Uh, Dawn from The Morning Show, who I filled in with Jason this week, is going to have some cooking ideas for you. Oh, like she'll be on stage? I guess so. I did one year. I did like a a hot toddy class, I think, there. So that must be what she's doing. And Stacy from our other station is going to be there doing some craft stuff. So that will be fun to visit Union Depot. That's on the 14th. That's next Saturday. Okay. And that is and that is like you can go buy a bunch of cookies. Like yep. don't if that's where you're feeling like you're not you don't have time. Like there'll be a whole different bunch. of Like you can get a whole bunch of varieties. Yeah. And there's that's a lot of different like bakeries that. there. So yeah. you can save yourself 12 trips and yeah. just do it all in one place. Yep. Um, okay. Something that is cute is Sarah's Tipsy Pies. She has the hand pies, and we've had her on before. She's also, you see her at events. She's at the state fair. She's opened an actual facility that is like a coffee shop now in Stillwater. Oh. And she's got an actual building there that is open to the public, and they're having a holiday baking extravaganza. So what this is is for $60 for two people. You can come, and you can bake and decorate holiday cookies with other people in a group. Yes. And you'll go home with a half dozen each of four different cookie types. Good. Plus six Christmas tree tipsy pies. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. And your choice of a pour over coffee pack. It's a four hour session. You bring your holiday apron and you are going to be cooking with other people. Oh, very nice. You can sign up for that on Facebook. I will put a link to that in just a second. Um, John Krause from Patisserie 46 also has, is that on your list or not? No. He has, they're doing a, uh, they're doing a kids with cookies uh, thing where they, you can go and bring your kids and go to Patisserie 46 and decorate with John Krause, who is an international baking Legend. Oh, and the nicest man in the yeah. world. Yeah, and there's pizza and, you know, hot cocoa and then maybe Santa. Okay, and that's on December 14th mm-hmm. uh, as well. So I'm going to, I'm just making Those copies of all these links so yeah. I can put them up on the page in just a second. Um, okay, another idea that is, I think, really fun is happening at um, Dorothy Ann's Bakery. And this is a winter and wine cookie exchange. And what it is, is adults go on Tuesday, December 17th, and they have a couple of different sessions. And for $45, you get a little libation, you get a little cooking, uh, cookie making, you will learn the tricks of the trade for decorating high-end cookies. So Mm -hmm. it's a cookie decorating event. Okay. And they will teach you how to do like wintry themed cookies. They have a light appetizer. So that sounds like a fun thing to do with friends. Yeah. They also have at Dorothy Ann's an amazing array of Christmas cookies. And they have like the, they have this gigantic order sheet 
of all of the different types of cookies. They make so many different types of cookies. It's crazy. From gingerbread to Russian tea cakes to cutouts. And you can go and you can get cookies and you can make like a tray. So Dorothy What Ann's, is this? Dorothy Ann's? Dorothy Where is Ann's it? Bakery and Cafe. Where is it? I believe... It's in Anoka. I should know this. Yeah. It's up in Wood. It's in Woodbury, actually. There you go. Dorothy Ann Bakery and Cafe, Old Fashioned Cafe. Um, so you can actually like have snacks and stuff too there. But yeah. they are uh, it's fun. and they close at five PM today. But they are in Woodbury by the Crossroads Commerce Center, just so you know. Okay. Then um, let's see, I have did I get that one? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Okay. Here is another one. Because when you're making cookies, like you want a variety on your tray, right? Mm-hmm. These people, Do you? yeah, I think so. Okay, I think you want different types. These people are not very organized, so I'm gonna just explain how this works. These are my little friends over at Sip Coffee in Northeast Minneapolis. Okay, their cookies are fantastic, but they're a coffee shop and they're not a bakery and they're not super organized. But they have a order form that they will email you. Or you can go in and get it, and it's nine fifty for a dozen. But you can be like, I want two Russian tea cakes, I want three thumbprints, I want four sugar cutouts, and the cookies they make are beautiful and taste so delicious. And then you'd pick them up on the twenty third of December or before on your special day. Okay. So it's complicated because you gotta like reach out to them to get the order form. Okay, but it is worth it. But you love those cookies. I just You've brought those cookies. Yeah, to things and I think they're very tasty and yep. they do a great job. They're, and this again, is sips. This is sip coffee, and it's over by the Grain Belt Brewery in Northeast Minneapolis. So I was like not gonna call them out because they're kind of unorganized about it, but the cookies are so worth it. I was like, well, and then I would say too a piece of cake. On Selby. Yeah. Um, I think they do a lovely job with their Christmas cookies, too. Do they? Someone was asking, too, specifically about gingerbread boys and girls, and Dorothy Ann is known for their gingerbread. Dorothy Ann and Woodbury. Yep. Okay. So that is my cookie explosion. Yeah, if you want to buy them out. Yeah. And and you did a spot on Fox. Is there any cookies that we haven't mentioned that you thought were... You Our know. friend Dearest Baker Macaroons, she'll make like custom macaroons if you're interested in that. Dearest Baker? Yes. Oh, I don't know that. I, You know, I brought on uh, Burnt Sugar, which is a lovely uh, woman who is selling out at the Plate and Parcel Market this weekend with Wagner's. Um, and we're going to pop over there and say hey to those guys. But she, her, she sent caramels and she did macaroons in the lovely boxes. And she Yum. sent caramels and marshmallows and nougats and all sorts of fun package things. Um, and those were just delicious. Her caramels, you know, like there's a black licorice one that I bit into that was just oh, delicious. Can we buy that today when yeah. we go? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yum. Yeah. I know I ate the one. Sorry. Um, and then, but there's like, you know, I think angel food. I think here's the other thing. Rustica. I understand that they're not like, you don't think of them necessarily as Christmas cookies, but I'm going to tell you, if you want to buy a box of those dark chocolate, bittersweet chocolate or the pecan shortbread, well, they have or the ginger molasses. Ginger molasses is, is Christmassy in that way. Rustica's cookies are fantastic. If you want to like a sure thing, it's 20 bucks for a dozen and they'll ship them all over the country. So if you have people out of town, oh, they're so delicious, they're you so guys. Good. And everybody agrees how great they are. That's like my favorite just standby cookie. bakery yeah, cookie. I know. Yep. I love them all. And I love the chocolate chip. Yeah. 
I love the bittersweet chocolate. I love the pecan shortbread. They're great. I could go on. There's, a, by the way, some at uh, Angel Food Bakery called the Lumberjack. And those are these sort of monster cookies, but they have bacon and maple syrup in them. And they're delicious. Huh. I know. I know. And it's not too... I don't know if I want bacon on my cookie. It's not... It's just a little bit of bacon cut into okay. it. It's not like you're chewing a piece of bacon on a cookie. Good. Because that's... I know. I, that's and I a, don't like that on a donut either. Yeah. I mean, I don't either. I don't... I get it. I The whole bacon thing is like, look... The sexy bacon world, that's all just jump the shark for me. Because me normally, it's very like, you know, like Meh. rubbery and gross. And so, I like a, a crisp piece of bacon anyway. Me too. But anyway. um, And then, what was the other cookie place? that? Oh, well, I mean, we talked about Swedish Crown up in... If you're looking what for... What is Swedish Crown? So I don't know about that Swedish place. Crown in Anoka is one of the best bakeries in the cities that does really heritage Scandinavian bread or cookies and breads they do all the cardamom the lavender these beautiful cookies that are you know if your grandmother made cookies for you and has some sort of a nordic bend these were um those cookies and they're they're elegant and they're not too sweet they probably have those anise ones too they have they have cardamom they have lavender we tried an oat one that was uh gluten-free and they i mean it's just they're danishes they're cardamom breads up there and what's it called swedish swedish crown bakery in fact i know that they are also delivering or somehow laurie at golden fig in st paul is getting swedish crown baked goods there too okay so those are all delicious and good yeah that's what i love about it Excellent. Yeah, and you know, the idea of there being, you know, cookie trays at Cassettas, that's the thing that we always talk about. You the pasta cherry there is yeah. fantastic. Those Italian little spritzy cookies, that is one of those things that, like, that's a great gift. Even if you don't eat them, those that's a thing that you can give they to people. They have tons of little bags of cookies that, yeah. when you're doing hostess gifts, and they're all wrapped up, so there's no pressure to eat them. Right. Right now, it's just, here's your gift. The Thank tarones, you for coming. They also have the panettones, those, those breads, those Christmas holiday Italian breads that are, like, stolen in German, you know, everyone with their sweet iced breads with nuts and fruit. It's fruitcake. Basically fruitcake and we have a thing in all cultures about it. And I just, I don't care about it. <laughs> Do you eat it? No. Uh-uh. No, me I just neither. don't, I, it's again, like, I I don't know. I would rather, if I'm going to have like a bready thing, I would eat a cookie instead of a piece of Stollen, which is, you know, the German thing that is nuts and fruits and stuff in your bread. Yeah, my grandma used to make that. The Stalin. The so, Stalin, yeah. You know, you'd have to eat it when grandma made it. But I always remember I didn't taking crave I it. always think like I'm gonna like it. Like maybe I've evolved now and maybe like in my food world, <laughs> I'm now an adult enough to love it. Nope. And I take a bite and I'm like, yeah, no, who nope. wants the rest of this? <laughs> no one. No one. And they're always like slightly bitter. Like there's some weird bitter element to it that's like sharp on the back of your face. Okay. Know. That's how I feel about that, mom, so <laughs> <laughs> So your mom's getting a lot. I know of my mom is probably listening today. and just like shaking her head at the radio. If so. you weren't listening, I told Stephanie I didn't really love her bourbon balls, which yeah. is kind of sad. Mm-hmm. And then she told her mom she didn't really love the Russian tea cakes, and now them. you just said you didn't love the Stalin. But I love her spritz cookies, which are dipped in dark chocolate. Those are amazing. Yum! I know I should Does make, she make those the white for ones you. that are dipped. She's just—it's almost like a shortbread. It's a spritz yep. shortbread dipped in dark chocolate, oh, and that those amazing. are amazing. Okay, I want that. All shortbreads too. too. All shortbreads. I yeah, don't, I I don't like care. Whatever you want to do to salt. shortbread, fine. Yeah, ex- excellent. Put it on my plate. All right. Okay. Uh, we are going to go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, we will have for you the moral of the story. And we are brought to you by El Burrito Mercado, who has delicious guisado. If you're thinking about that now that we just talked about it, we'll be right back. 
Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for joining us today. It's been a great day. If you've uh, missed any of our cookie-swapping tech and intel, you can always dial us up on the podcast, wherever you find podcasts. I know some of you guys are out in your garage, you know, mucking around on your snow plows and getting them ready for the season. But others of you are just running around too busy and may you've missed, you know, had to leave your car and get back in. So don't worry. It's always all this sparkling content is there for you. Don't ever fear. Yeah, and we try to put all these links up on our Facebook page, but if we ever forget anything or miss something, just send us an email. We get it up there. It just takes a little bit of time. Yeah, um, um, I'm it's just true. furiously putting up the um, links for And sometimes we don't have time to put the links up during the show, and sometimes we have time after the show, and sometimes just be patient with us, because sometimes it takes us a little while because we have stuff going on. Um, letting you know, also a couple notes from the Twitters, that Open Arms of Minnesota sells boxes of holiday cookies and frozen cookie dough, oh. which also helps a great organization, Open Arms. That's from Doty, uh, who has sent that. that. Really good. Um, also, I'm just putting this out there. Someone has uh, asked a question of, uh, of someone who woke up and and <laughs> and uh, was decided to do a food vertical today with chilaquiles as the subject. Where are the best chilaquiles? Like where? El burrito. A record two. You'd say El burrito? Totally. Anywhere else? Yes. Pajarito. Okay. Um, this is my jam. This is what I order. Right. I, I like them a lot at Red Cow too. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah, they have them on their brunch menu. Okay. That's a that's really good. There you go. There's three spots. Okay, that's pretty good. I'll put that in there. Um, so let's talk about the fact that what's going on this weekend. Let's just be honest. The market situation is going crazy. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're going to do a gift show next week, we've decided. And so we'll talk a little bit, a lot about things in terms of like buying presents and going to markets and all that kind of good stuff too. But we are headed to Plate and Parcel, which is taking over the Wagner. It's kind of the Linden Hills Farmers Market, which is taking over the Wagner's Greenhouse for the next for for the weekends going into the season. Um, I went to the Keg and Case Market last weekend. Yes, I went to the Bauhaus Brew Labs. They had an, a, a market last weekend. Basically, what I do is I go to Facebook events and I look for all of the markets that have liquor mm-hmm. <laughs> or beer. <Okay. laughs> right. Because I did a mystery date with Kurt last Saturday and I drove right. him to four different spots. That was really a fun day. We had a blast. You guys did. You had, you yeah, really kind of did it up. Because I was feeling like we were so boring. So uh, he's going to have mystery date, but his isn't going to happen until after the holidays because we have too much stuff to do now. I know. I know. Um, there's just, I mean, I went to the No Coast craft Rama last night. I think I'm going to go later this afternoon. You are. And let's, let's have a moment to shout out for the No Coast craft Rama because I think they were one of the first, you know, people to kind of put together local makers into a market situation. I used to go all the time when, you know, my kids were little and I would go and it was always at the Midtown Global Market and it was just a great place to find locally made things that no, you couldn't, because I want to give a unique gift. Yeah, I don't it want it to be the, the same gift. And I, I'll tell you, last night it was a little bit, it used to be so, so busy and last night was a little bit not busy. And I think that that has to do with the fact, of course, there are now markets everywhere. All the time. Yeah. And so I think people think, well, if I can't make that one, I've got another one over here. There's one closer to me. It's kind of the farmer's market thing that happened, too, when they started opening all those neighborhood farmer's markets. Yep. Yeah. So. But there's lots of local makers. Oh, my gosh. So many. Yeah. 
And we're going to talk, we're going to highlight a bunch more, uh, you know, again, next week on the gift show. So stay tuned for that. Yes. Um, And if you have any gift ideas or things you want us to know about, you can always send them to us on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook. We are here for you and we're always looking for content. So if you got something that you think is super special, let us know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, yeah, we kind of like, we, it helps us if you have questions that you can send in ahead of time that we could kind of research for you too. Yep. That is always good stuff. Um, I will tell you that there are, we uh, had a great podcast last week. Can we just talk about that too? Okay. I just want to set the stage. So we sit down and I'm like, okay, we have to do our podcast today. What are we going to talk about? This is the podcast that we drop every Wednesday. It's the second helping of weekly dish. That's fresh content. Yes. And I said to Stephanie, let's talk about ladies lunches. Like where would you go for a ladies lunch? You come up with five and I'll come up with five. Yeah. We did not compare notes. It was so funny. We had 10 unique to each of us. Like we didn't overlap on one choice. No. Which which I thought was really interesting. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, and I think, and I mean, it's, and of course, it doesn't have to just be ladies. I got a little note from someone who's like, oh, leaving out the brothers. And I'm like, come on. Oh, you know. It's just everybody. And it's really just about holiday lunching. Like, sometimes it's your coworkers. Yeah. Sometimes it's your your crew of, you know, your pod in your, in your, <laughs> your cubes and that your kind of thing. Mates. Yeah. So sometimes it's just like your team or it's your, it's your squad. So that's kind of a fun thing. Um, Letting you know that, uh, by the way, I got a tour of the Lifetime at Southdale, just Ooh. so that you understand. That place is amazing. <laughs> and they're going to be opening a Rustica there. You know that, right? Next door. Yeah, not yep. in the Lifetime, but next door to it. Mm-hmm. Yep, I know. Um, this is it's just kind of crazy that place is like, but to know that on the Life Cafe downstairs on the ground level, that's open to the public. You do not have to have a membership to go there. You can pop in and go get a smoothie or a salad bowl or a rice bowl. Uh, and there's a, a little sushi place, Rare Sushi. You can go grab stuff from there. You don't have to have a membership. They so have a nice. tuna salad there that has cranberries, sesame oil, sambal olique, carrots. It's like spicy and sweet. Yeah, uh-huh. It's fantastic. Oh, I, that sounds good. It's so good. I just used to crave it. Oh, that's good. I make it for Ellie, and she's like, Mom, can you make me some of your famous tuna salad? <laughs> tuna salad. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, there is uh, Asa's Bakery. Have you heard about this little place opening in South Minneapolis? It's a Bialis and bagels and all the rest. The stuff that's hard to make on your own. Yeah. It's weird how many people are like freaking out about it. Because we don't have a lot of that. <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess our bagel game isn't as strong, but I, I mean, St. Paul Bakery is great and they have great bagels and yes. Rise has great bagels, but you're right. It's not like we, I think we are in a bakery renaissance anyway, and maybe we'll talk about this on our food trends show, but you know, the idea that there's that, the, that uh, like a bagel shop opening up can be like revolutionary and cause so much excitement. They're opening tomorrow or Sunday. Yeah. Tomorrow at 10 a.m. And they're only going to be open from like 10 to 2, but I'm going to tell you what, they're going to be sold out by noon, is what I think. Probably. And what they will be, they're going to have their, that, and then they're going to close down until Friday, Saturday, Sunday of next weekend. So, <laughs> that's the deal. Like, it's going to be, uh, that's the other thing, is maybe it's a short-term thing. Maybe it's a short, maybe it's like, for new small businesses, maybe it's like, okay, I'm only going to be open three days a week, you know, of the, and I'm only selling these specific, very small things. Maybe that's the way to win. I don't know. Because, you know, everyone talks about how no one's going shopping anymore, except for right now. I don't know. It's an experience. So there's that. Yeah. 
Uh, what An else? Experience. So letting you know that uh, Mrs. Kelly's tea tastings is also happening today. Oh, so she has such great tea. Listen, that is if you are looking for a gift for someone, an idea that is something custom to them and very personal. If they drink tea or maybe they don't drink tea, but it's something that you think that they would do. You can go to Mrs. Kelly's tea tasting, which is happening at the Greenbelt Brewery in their in their space and they will not only can you taste hundreds of teas they will help you custom blend one so that you can pick one for someone that is particular to them which i think is wonderful that is wonderful it's a great gift. so nice it's a great gift